can't hear no music. Alright, alright, let's do this thing. This is a long... The first of people and all who came for the perfect team All the more audacious, no who came for the team Money to nations, they are the perfect team I think of their parts of art, this is the perfect team Beep, 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 beep Alright, alright, alright Welcome Welcome, welcome back guys to another episode of the Entangled Thoughts Podcast I am your host, Poetic Justice here as humbly as I can Unfortunately we don't got Seti Love and or Asa with us today But remember this is the podcast where there ain't no hoes But we do think out loud Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If you listen to this on the streaming platforms, go ahead. Give us a full five-star rate and review because you know we deserve it. We're working our asses off. I'm tired. I'm tired. For for a rate a day, you can help this starving African child. Pull up my notes. That Carl is not behind the computer today. Is that how, that how custom we've got him to being the... Uh, the producer of the pod. Also, let me tell you about a place, guys. A place that's free of judgment, free of scrutiny. Join the Patreon, guys. For just a dollar a month, you get access to 27 different bonus episodes never performed, heard on the interwebs. And on these episodes, we speak free of the lip. There's a lot of stuff we can't talk about and a lot of fucked up shit we can't say on the streaming platforms. But on the Patreon, the kingdom... That's the place you need to be, guys. And shout out to today's sponsor, the Anchor app. If you don't know about Anchor, Anchor is the best way to broadcast your podcast. How'd it feel? It felt good. It felt good. Um, typically, this is the part of the podcast where we ask each other how 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 we've been doing. But obviously, since it's solo me, it feels weird. I haven't done a solo podcast since what episode forty something. Now we had sixty something, so if it, it, it feels weird, you gotta like like stepping in step, stepping back to an old pair of shoes. But we here. How's my week been? Well, subsequently, I've, I've been debating about talking about it, but like so, my old ex manager. Yeah, like like from from the place of establishment I used to work, me and him got into it this week. Why did we get into it? Because he hit me up on some bullshit. Uh, first of all, this is where the fucked up shit comes in. Fuck that nigga. Like disrespectfully, fuck you. If Bradley, if you listen to this, you bitch ass nigga, like you can suck the backside of my motherfucking dick. Let me tell you why. Because whilst working at the at the pizzeria I used to work, um, I would go in, you know, headphones in, be schmanking. This bitch ass nigga would walk up right before me and just like, no context, no provo- provocation. That's how I'm gonna say the word. Whatever. Whisper in my ear, you a bitch ass nigga. I don't know how to feel about that. Now I'm conflicted. Now you done fucked with my energy. I just came here to do my fucking job and get my paycheck and leave. Dip. I ain't trying to I ain't trying to integrate with you whores. But now we got an issue. So Bradley Bradley loosely hit me up. Talking about well, that's why you can't read, ho. I know this illiterate motherfucker didn't say I can't read. But we're not about to. I, I, I could go way more fucked up, but that's we're gonna save it. I'm gonna save it for the Patreon clip. I'm gonna save it for Patreon because this Down syndrome looking mother. 
and come here for that. Uh, other than that, you know, something weird also happened this week. Uh, my parents and like my family found out that I'm, I'm like pod famous now. That's fucking weird because as much shit that I didn't talked about my family on this pod, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm surprised I haven't heard more. Uh, I'm pretty sure a couple episodes I called my mother a whore because, Mama, I love you. If you ever see this, Mama, you 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 know what you know it's in love. You know it's in love. Um. But most notably, my uh, older cousins seen this. And, like, my older cousins are very opinionated. And I'm willing to stand my ground on any of the takes I say. Without regard. The older takes, like, from last year, I can't speak on. That's That was different miles. I was heartbroken. I was shattered. I was, I was on my fresh and fit shit. You cannot judge me for that. I've grown. I've extended. Like I, I'm a I'm a brand like it's like when Goku was fighting Frieza, right? And then he beat that nigga's ass for the longest five minutes of my goddamn life. He he, he evolved. He became a Super Saiyan. That's that's the new form that you see present for you. Nigga. Yes. All right. All right. I was trying to wait for Asa, but like we here, boy. We live, we proud, so we're going to get into it. Life's full of tales and stories, but it's those stories what define our character. This week's being the ultimate cock block. As you know, me and Asa have been rocking with each other for a full 10 to 12 years. That is my boy, my ride or die. And if he were to get jumped, I would watch and then proceed to help. Because that's, that's that's the boy. And plus, I feel like if Asa were to get jumped, I don't care how many guys it is, I feel bad for them. Because he's already that demented motherfucker. He, like, like, I'm 100% positive Asa believes, like, in the thousand cuts method of torture. But we're not about to talk about that. There is one particular time that me and Asa shared that I realized that he was a whole nigga. But you need whole niggas around in your circle. Let me explain. I was probably let's let's rewind the clock back to 2013. I was young. I was impressionable. I was just young 14 15 year old child trying to come up in the game so what did i do hung out with the uh, weird kids in school hung out with the the choir kids yeah yeah one day we take a choir trip it's me it's asa and former host Jaden, Jaden lester Jaden, if you're watching this bro shout out to you you know you know all the love bro Choir field trip, we go to the mall. And then we ended up ice skating. Which, if you're black and you can skate on ice, if you could... That's a God-given talent. That's like a black man learning how to swim. It, it doesn't happen. We were at this mall. Probably like an hour or so. Walking around, going to the different stores, doing typical teenage shit. My boy, if you don't, something about my boy, Jaden, Jaden's a fucking shooter. If he sees something he'd like, he shoot for the score. Some point in time, our group gets separated. It's me and Asa and another one of our friends. Now we done lost Jaden. Where the fuck Jaden go? We looking around for him. Then I see him like, oh, there he goes. But he's standing next to somebody. Who is this figure he's standing with? Obviously, it's a figure. It's a girl. If you haven't figured that out, now, now you know. Carl comes. So, allegedly, the conversation between him and his girl, at least towards the end, goes, oh, I lost my friends. I was hoping if you could help me find them. Obviously, if you're a girl with some common sense, you don't know this nigga. You're not entitled to him. Why the fuck are you talking to me? Get to stepping. But she was nice. You know, she was benevolent. 
She was like, oh, where'd you last see them? He was like, oh, I saw them over by this store. She was like, oh, that store is down there. It's like, and he said, cool, cool. You mind if I can get your number in case I get lost? This nigga Ace of shit you not goes, nigga, we over here. They both look back. And then Jaden, because this is this is how he risen. This is how he risen right now. He looking at us like, you dumb motherfucker. And then she goes, oh, you find your friends. You don't need my number. Walks away. Jaden then comes reconvenes with us. He's like, "Nigga, what the fuck were you doing? I was about, I was about to shoot my shot at her. Like she, she was my, she was my little booting." And I was like, "He was like, oh damn, my bad. I fu- I fucked that up. That's my bad, my bad." I was like, "Okay, cool. Do a little bit more walking. This time we in a GameStop. Hey, you know, gamer girls, 2014 had the its. If you if you was a girl and you played Call of Duty, you." You was making niggas bussies wet like on rip. So he's talking to the cashier. He's flirting with the cashier. I'm half paying attention. The co- I hear the conversation goes something like, oh, what do you play? She say, I play this, that, and the third. He's like, okay, cool. What console do you have? And she said, uh, PlayStation. And this nigga says the corniest shit I could to this day, the corniest shit I've ever heard come out of a nigga's mouth. He says, all the pretty girls play PlayStation. Then here comes Asa interjecting in the fucking conversation. Well, all the dark-skinned niggas play Xbox. Because this nigga Jaden, he was, he was damn near the color of oil back in the day. If he jumped inside a pool, it would be defined as an oil spill. But that's the boy. We love him. What's the what's the point of this, Miles? What's the point? The point is men cannot hang out with each other without having females or females being included in the conversation. I love it. I love it when girls go out and say, We're gonna have a girl night. It's just gonna be us. Now, if the girl proceeds to talk to another guy via girl night, they get mad at her. Bitch, why you talking to that nigga? We came here for us. We didn't come here for them. As men, we 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 crave to a certain extent female validation. It's hard for a bunch of niggas to chill together without somebody saying, where the hoes at? Damn, bro. Can we just chill with us? Can we just enjoy each other company? Why they got to be females? So the moral of the story is enjoy your boy's company this summer. You know, live it up Uh, because not everybody needs hoes. Sometimes I just want to chill with my bros. Hoes bring too many problems, period. That was good. I thought that was good. We we riding a bike. Damn, that was like 13 minutes. Tragic. This is going to be a short-ass episode. All right, from one asshole to another. Am I the asshole for calling the police on a family at a beach? I feel like this is coming from a Karen. But fuck it, here we go. My family went to a beach yesterday, and there was a large family or multiple families, maybe 15 feet away from us. There was a baby girl who looked just like them and somewhere to be around 18 to 20 months old, and they had to be had her on a leash and tied to the tent. What the fuck? What kind of white people shit? White people, why y'all putting leashes on y'all kids? I just want to know. It's probably what turns in, turns them into school shooters because you had them on the leash their entire life. Like, come on. <laughs> That's fucked up. There were dogs at the beach, and they were treated better than that baby. She had toys, snacks, but the treatment was still inhumane. I started to talk to them, asking why the baby was on a leash. They said she likes to chase dogs, birds, and squirrels, so the leash made her stay near them. I offered to watch her so they could go. I offered to watch her so she could go off the leash for a little bit, but they insisted she was. This is a white. 
The dad started to get angry, so I left, but I couldn't get over the fact that they tied the baby to the tent so they wouldn't have to watch her to make sure she doesn't run off, so I called the police on them for abusing the baby. The police came, but they didn't do anything. They assumed it was me who called, and the dad yelled at me for ruining their vacation and putting them at risk. They're not white, so they assume any interaction with the police is automatically dangerous. I mean... Coming from a black man, if you call the police on me, that's 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 liable grounds to get you fucked up. That's liable. I have the I have the full authority within these hands to beat that ass. Because why are you calling the police? Now I gotta have a un. I have to have an awkward conversation with the one time as to why am I just existing? Next thing you know, there's a fucking knee on my neck. I don't like that. Don't want that in life. Um, my husband found out that I called the police and he said I was overreacting and that I acted like a bitch by calling the police on them. Am I the asshole for calling the police on them for trying for tying the baby to the tent? I'm assuming you're a woman. Uh it's not my place to assume genders, but uh I'm I'm taking I'm taking that uh taking that L today. Um Yes and no. You Okay, for calling on a black family, all right, look, that could have gone either way. But then again, if Asa was here, he would say, what does what them having to be black have to do with anything? Agreed, but like, if you know, you know. You know how many times I get stopped by the cops just because I'm rolling through a neighborhood I quote unquote don't belong in? I don't want that attention. That's why I stay away from the woodlands. The woodlands is the number one area that I get stopped in just for fucking, I hate I hate Montgomery County Police. We 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 just gonna leave that at there. But you're showing interest in the child, obviously because you're a human being. I wouldn't put my kid on a leash personally. Um, but then again, there also comes in like let people parent how the fuck they want to parent because you're not their parent, or you're not the parent of those kids. Um, so. You're kind of a bitch, but not 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 an asshole per se. So, as a judge, jury, and executioner, I would rule, ma'am, you're not the asshole. See? Okay, look at Carl updating the fucking soundboard. We love to see it. All right, let's get into some topics. This is the meat and potatoes. I was at work. I was working the other day. And I had this thought. Wasn't me by Shaggy is the craziest Dirty Mac song ever created. If you had to gaslight a bitch, Wasn't Me would be the fucking perfect melody. Because listen to this shit. Honey creeped in and she called me red-handed. Creeping with the girl next door. If she crept in, that means she already knew you was fucking something you shouldn't have been fucking. So you already got, got caught twice. Picture us. We were both butt naked, laying on the bathroom floor. It's already a bad look. You butt ass naked on the floor of your bathroom, shmanging this girl, just giving her the schwerk. How could I forget that I had given her an extra key? All this time, she was standing there. She never took her eyes off me. Now I'm standing on the bottom of the fucking fucking floor. I see you, you see me. Then he proceeds to say, oh, she caught me on the counter? It wasn't me. Saw me banging on the sofa? It wasn't me. You know how fucking bold you gotta be to gaslight somebody say, I saw you fucking uh, fucking Shelby on, on the side of the counter like, babe, that wasn't me. Crazy. Crazy, because what kind of... You're playing with life and death. I wouldn't do no dumb shit like that. If What do you do, though? Your girl just caught you cheating. There is nothing, you can do nothing, but just be like, 
Ah, uh, damn. Yep, you caught me. Yeah, red-handed, you know. At that point in time, if you were ain't shit nigga, you got one or two options. Either A, look her dead ass in the fucking eye and keep fucking. That that sounds crazy. I know that sounds crazy, but you already got caught in the act. Fuck it. Might as well finish. Step two. Step two is like you just gotta pack your shit, bro. That's that's the only peaceful resolution. You just gotta pack your shit and dip. Don't don't talk to her. Don't see her. But the fact that Shaggy is trying to gaslight this woman into believing that it wasn't him just fucking on this girl and his girl saw him make eye contact with her, crazy. Shaggy, why you do that? And the fact the fuck the shit that fucked me up was, I'm over here, eleven. What time? What year this song came out? I couldn't have been 11. I had to have been like, uh, probably like 9, 10 when this song came out. And the fact that you, I was just singing along playfully. Call me on the counter. It wasn't me. Somebody banging on the sofa. It wasn't me. Even call me in the shower. The fact, my dad, my father is an ain't shit nigga. Thoroughly. Dad. You know you pussy, but I love you. You ain't shit. So I had to mentally imagine my father hearing me sing this song and go, I probably lived through that. Because again, my father ain't shit. But more of my dad later. Actually, nah, fuck it. That's a perfect segue. Fuck it. So, the list of... I have a Mount Rushmore of things that I can beat in the fight. Stick with me on this. My Mount Rushmore of things that I can beat in a fight, number one, I'm, sl- I'm dogging 15 women. Line them up side by side. I am dogging 15 women side by side because they can't beat me. I'm skinny, but they can't beat me. Uh, number two, panda bears. Why? Because panda bears look mad pussy. You ever seen a panda bear? I'm dogging the shit out of a panda bear. Number three, 100 preschoolers. When I tell you I'm kicking they fucking chest in, I'm caving in, I'm dogging fit 100 preschoolers because they like what? Like three feet tall? I'm kicking them little shits. And number four, my dad. Dad. Michael. Yo, calling your parents by their first name is crazy. I could never. Michael. I'm not saying that you pussy. But I am saying I would dog the shit out of you. Like, you you like what? My father's like, what? He, I'm taller than that nigga. Most definitely. He's like a 5'8", five, 5'7", five, black man. He got a little chub on him. So I'll put him like at 189 pounds. When I'm telling you, that punt, that uppercut coming from the fucking floor. Respectfully. Damn, when he hears this, he gonna be. <laughs> when my dad hears this, he gonna be like, oh, word, nigga. You think you tough little nigga? Nah, run that shit, bitch. I'm like, <laughs> that's good. Like, yeah, you mad? <laughs> we gonna keep it moving. We gonna keep it moving. Um, so it's come to my experience. There's this thing that, like, it's been happening ever since I put. We started the podcast last year. Okay, we didn't have some rises. We didn't have some clips pop off. We didn't. We got the collabs coming next. We got the fucking merch coming up, and got a lot of stories. That's that's the point of that. I have a lot of stories, at least with the podcast, and from the podcast, I guess you could say. My 
favorite slash least favorite quote that I hear, at least regarding to me and podcasting. Whether it be casual, whether it be romantical, whether it just be like just like vibing. Anytime I'm chilling with most of the time women tell me this. But anytime I'm chilling with a woman or just a person in general, they always hit me with, don't talk about me on your podcast. Why not? This this is this is perfect content. And depending on what we're doing, because cause like some of the girls, like I know, I think this is like their safety mechanism. Stick with me on this. Because I'm not saying that they're going to give me a wild story like uh, the Demon Time story. Demon Time, crazy. Uh, or, or um, oh, fuck, what was another good story? Uh, I can't think of one. But the Demon Time story is the number one that we're known for. I'm not saying that they're going to give me a Demon Time story, but if something funny happens, I have to talk about it. Like, for example, um, a couple weeks ago, I went to the I went to the bar downtown Houston. It was called Seventies. I'm calling it the Upside. I'm pretty sure that's not his name, but I saw the word Upside somewhere at this place, so I'm calling it the Upside. Beautiful bar, hookah everywhere, vibes is there. Beautiful women, hella niggas. It's a vibe. I'm here for it. Let's go. Let's turn up. I see another fellow podcast. Uh, shout out to the Suburban Boys. And there was this beautiful black social justice queen. She was there laying there eleg- elegantly. And number one thing that turns me like, if you're a woman, I'm off. I'm attracted to you off off rip. I'm sorry. I'm a promiscuous boy, but she was cool. That's the point. And so you know. I try to shoot my shot. I don't got game, so it's very hard for me to shoot a shot. So I line it up correctly. I I do my little my drip my dribble routine. Line it up. I shoot. How we've talked about this before, but if me and a girl are robbing in the public place in somewhere at the club or bar setting, it's like, all right, bet. I think we. I think the conversation going good. I'm the first thing you do, like. <laughs> I hit the I hit the dawn on him. I'd be like, "Hey, yo, you smell amazing. Let me get you some tequila." They say yes, that's a vibe. Cause tequila and tacos is a vibe, no matter where you go. Just whispering, yo, the dirty whisper gang be going crazy. I noticed this the other day, like when you wake up. Guys, you know what I'm talking about, but to explain for the ladies, ladies, I think it's a it's an unspoken vibe when a guy hits you with the perfect sexy voice. Now y'all know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. You know exactly. You don't act dumb as shit. You know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. You hit you hit your homeboy. You call him for whatever reason. Typically, this can happen either at the very early in the morning or very late in the afternoon. One of the two. These are the only times that this the sexy voice is available. Hit him up. You know, phone go bling, 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 bling. And you talking in your normal voice. Hello, hello. And the nigga, you be acting dumb as shit. Nigga be acting dumb as shit. He go. What's up? Why your voice sound like that? Shorty, I don't even know what you mean when my voice sound like that. What you talking about? You be acting dumb as shit, boy. You, why are you playing her like that? You know exactly what you're doing. You put the sexy voice on it to, to get a coochie wet. But you, you ain't doing shit. Some girls like the sexy voice. But they want you to talk like that 25-8. I don't know. Look, I'm built like a tenor. And I'm kind of built like a bitch, too. My voice don't go like that 25-8. So you got to pick your poison, baby girl. 
You better take it when you can get it. These dreads in my face is not helping. That's going to look terrible on clips. I had a point. No, they don't talk to me about don't talk about me on your podcast. It's a it's a funny quote. If I talk about you, that means something about our experience together was memorable. Whether it be good, I, I, I view all my experiences as good. Whether something negative in the experience happened, I I I got something out of it. I got content out of it. Now, this goes back to the thought I said a couple episodes that I want to be so fucking big that my exes can't escape me because everywhere they fucking look, they got to just look at it like, look at this nigga working out, looking all good and shit. Yeah, ain't shit. I feel bad because back in the day, I'm talking about young high school, young, young Mac high school. Not only did I give trash dick, but like, I was a I was a pretty ain't shit person. I was a pretty ain't shit person. There was one incident that I remember where I didn't do it, but I did. So take that as you will. That somebody thought I was I was piping their sister when I was really at work. I, did I pipe this sister? Yes, I did. Uh, was it the time that it said that they were specified? No, it wasn't. So who made my case look good? I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that on live. I'm not gonna say that on on the on the podcast. Definitely not. I ain't gonna call him live. I ain't gonna call my bro. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, if you don't know, Apple dropped this new thing, iOS 16. I don't know when it's supposed to drop, but there's some features in iOS 16 that um that are very imperative to the culture. What is the culture, you ask? Well, with iOS 16, I believe it's going to be the end of humanity. Why is it going to be the end of humanity? I'll explain to you, random listener from somewhere a part of the world. On a feature on iOS 16, it's something that us iPhone fans have been pleading, begging for, for years. Finally, we can unsend messages. Now, when I tell you that gaslighting about to go crazy, crazy, you because there's going to be a percentage of niggas that's going to just send their girl a text just to unsend it. Then have their girl look at dumb as shit talking about, did you just, did you just text me? Huh? What? Text you. I didn't say shit. Your phone must be tweaking. Now they got to look at, huh, maybe it's this damn update. My phone over here been doing this ever since we I updated my goddamn phone. Now it's just fucking. You let this nigga gaslight you. I, I can't support it. I can't. Uh, let's take it a step further. If you in a toxic relationship, boy. trying to debate if I want to say this if you in if you are in a toxic relationship the dirty mac on this unsend messages is about to go dummy cause imagine yo fucking op this is your op this nigga don't like you and he's piping your girl he's giving you the ultimate disrespect that any man can get he takes a picture with your girl with his dick in her mouth. And out of nowhere, just sends it to you. Now you get a message. You get a quick glimpse of said message. Now your girlfriend's smart. She know if you see this shit, you might try to murder the both of them. Me personally, I... Another day. So she sees the message. She unsends it. Now you, you, now you just caught a glimpse of a picture of a your girl with another man dick in the mouth, and you saw what you thought you saw. But your girlfriend's smart. She's gonna be like, "Huh? 
Like, like who the fuck was that? Who, who the fuck dick that was? She played off. Huh? What? What dick? I'm confused. I just got a dick on my phone. What dick, babe? And now he got he got to question himself. Like, did I really see a dick on the phone? Was I? Am I just thinking about dicks? During I, I <laughs> I'm telling y'all, one day this podcast is going to be the day. Like, like this is really just me talking into a room by myself. One day, like if if this isn't a cry for mental help, I don't know what is. Help me. I have problems. I'm scared. I'll be scared at night by myself. <laughs> to me, that's funny as shit. I'm sorry. That's funny. Uh, I've never on on this godly earth. I've never met a mother that didn't love me. All my ex's mamas loved me. Period. I was thinking about this the other day because, again, from all the ex's moms that I've have that I've met, moms love me. Dads, they don't like me, but I understand. I understand why a dad doesn't like anybody dating his daughter because you dated my baby girl. Anything you do to her, I'ma do to you. Take that as you will. It ain't gonna be no fucking tonight. And that's how I feel about it. But mamas, they so warm and welcoming and inviting. It made me think about my family. Now my family is um my family prefers for me to date black women. You know, keep the genes strong. But that's not my cup. This conversation was about to happen either way. It was a matter of a time before like my fame hit its peak that I was going to have to have this conversation. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Why don't I date black women? There is nothing wrong with black women. Period. Love them. I, again, let me reiterate. Um, if you're a woman, I'm in love with. If you're a natural, let me. If you're a naturally born woman, I'm in love with you off rip. Cause you, you got that. <laughs> she got that <laughs> off rip. Cause again, promiscuous boy. Um, but growing up. There's certain stereotypes around black people that I didn't like and or agreed with. You know, black people are always ghetto. They don't know how to act. They don't know how to dress in a public place, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Growing up, I saw all that, and I was like, mm. all the way, I automatically, mentally disassociated myself from Ratchet. And that goes for any race. Every race, every race has their version of a Ratchet them. Black people, you know, you got the ratchet. It's just, it's just basic ratchet. Those the girls who wear the bonnet outside the house, they wear the super short fucking shorts. Uh, they typically carry a baby around. It's not their particular baby, but it's a baby. They be doing this twenty five seven, which pisses me. I understand why they do it because I didn't had my hair tied down. But show some class, bitch, nigga. Um, so that's for black people, you know. White people, they got the rednecks. Uh, Asians, they got the um, they got the Filipinos. <laughs> I ain't got nothing about. I ain't got nothing against Filipinos. I arguably, the Filipinos are the white girls of Asians, and we love them all the same. Some Filipinos be bad as fuck though. Like Donald Glover has this song called "You See Me." That released in like what was this? It was like his 2013 mixtape. Peak fucking music. You see me, babe. He's like, talk a lot of shit, but this shit can stop me. A nigga so hungry, a black Kobayashi. We want to talk about you, a who like. When I talk about you, I hear who like who, and I was born for the shit. You were rapping abortion. Niggas don't slap like that old Gambino. If I ever driving with somebody and they disrespect the child just can't be on my car, that bitch can get to stepping. They 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 lose rights. 
Childish Gambino's peak fucking music. All right. No, it wasn't me. Yada, yada, yada. I can't really do the police brutality since Ace is not here. Uh, ladies, can I talk to you real? Can we can can we level with each other real quick? I know I talk a lot of shit. I know I do. For good reason. If y'all want to come for me, y'all have every right in the face of the earth. But I just want to address something real quick. Because I've been seeing this on the socials, on on the uh, the little dating apps and everything. Mainly on Twitter. Because that's that's how I found out about everything that's happening in the world. Girls... Y'all have this thing where y'all will say that I want a man to be obsessed with me. Y'all not necessarily obsessed with him, but y'all want him to be obsessed with you. Okay, okay, that is your prerogative. I'm not hating, but I just got a couple questions. Are you prepared to handle what that obsessiveness brings? What do you mean by that, poetic justice well i will tell you um that level of obsessiveness is dangerous for a man let me explain because y'all all heard the story of alex that shit is not cute no girl wants you to google <laughs> no girl wants you to google map a fucking house and pop up that outside that bitch with a boom box Talking about baby I love you Bitch I ain't gonna never stop loving you Bitch No girl want that That's creepy Like damn nigga why the fuck you outside my house But then this brings up another problem As far as like dating I guess Women go for what they want Not what they need Men go for what they can get What's it call it? Rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. He put it in a great way. Women have the problem of exclusivity and men have the problem of availability. Or something like that. He used a different word. I'm pretty sure he used a different word, but y'all get the fucking point. I'm just I'm just hope I'm trying to prepare y'all for the level of obsessiveness that y'all can get. Because obsessive obsessive niggas. They don't think straight. Like like something's wrong inside their brain where they have to uh feel like they have to do the extra mile. There's nothing wrong with catering to your woman. I am a certified simp. I got my simp card right inside my wallet. Um but there's a line where like okay nigga, you are doing too much. And that line for me is is when a girl doesn't want to get involved in more with me, okay, all right. But again, that's her prerogative. I'ma do me so hard, I'ma get pregnant. So I'ma keep it pushing, pushing P over here. Because never in my godly life will I ever pop outside a girl's house with a boombox thinking it's gonna bring her back. That's not that's not what that's that's a level of of assessiveness that y'all don't want. I'm just here to I'm I'm just here to give an opinion. I'm thinking about it now. That Mount Rushmore of the things I could be in a fight take is about to get me it's probably about to get me killed. So if I don't do an episode next week, y'all know why. All right, let's get into music. All right. So as y'all know, favorite artist of all time, futuristic. Then drop the single. If you haven't heard it yet, please go check it out. It's called Gucci. We are going to review the song right now. Let me get it loaded. I should add this loaded up. But let's look it up. And I'm going to give my opinions on the song. Because it is. <coughs> oh, shit. That came from the soul. Somebody talking shit about me. <coughs> Dollar shoes, I pop my collar too. If you ask me how I'm doing, I'm Gucci. I'm Gucci. My girl's a model too. We're eating. 
another verse after that um okay if we're going to dissect the uh words are fucking killing me tonight if we're going to dissect this song we need to do it appropriately futuristic for the past couple months has been trying to rebrand him himself and his music but the biggest problem at least that he's voiced with his music is anytime he wants to step out of his lane and do something different do something uh not Typically, his niche, uh, he gets a lot of flack back for it, which I feel as though as an artist, you should be able to create freely and let the audience decide what they like and what they don't like. Unless you're just making music for yourself, that's a different type of beast. I've always been a futuristic fan. Been been a fan ever since I heard that... uh, that that Justin Bieber remix shit that he did all the way back in 2016, 2017. Been rocking with him. He's been number one rapper for me. So I am and me and him shared a special moment together. Twice. So I rock with Futuristic's music. Now, do I like this little pop punk thing? Maybe not this particular song because this particular song is mad throwbacks to like early 2005 rock. And that's just not my particular song. Like the other song that he had, what's the, we going, I got to go through his discography now. This, this other single, it was like, uh, guess it's not Guess I Smoke. Guess I Smoke is a fucking banker, bro. If you don't listen, if if you don't get high to Guess I Smoke, are you really getting high? It's not fucking on here But he had a single that just recently Released within the Past two months or so uh, Where It was it was some more of that Rock shit I like that single way more Significantly more than this one uh, But again it just might be The difference of songs Actually Damn he got a big ass discography Oh I don't really care I don't really care what's the name of the song. <clears throat> but yeah, that's how I feel about it. All right. I done kept y'all starved. I done kept y'all waiting. I didn't, it's been weeks. The dust has been made to settle. Now we can finally talk about it. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Kendrick Lamar's album. Off Rip. Phenomenal album. Is what you can expect from a Kendrick project. Several times in this album, he spoke, well, I guess the entirety of the album, he spoke about his personal struggles. Like, there was a song in there, toward a little bit towards the end, where he was talking about... um, him having to navigate his young adolescent life with uh, his auntie, who's a trans person. <clears throat> Which, crazy. Crazy. <clears throat> that, uh, I, it kind of helps put it into that stereotype that hip-hop is homophobic as fuck. Fucking love it, especially when, as one of the kings speaks up about it. Love that shit. Um, Another fight or another favorite um Kendrick moment inside this uh project for me at least it was um it was like I think it was the fourth song inside the beginning of the album where he was like where he talked about the the first and second time that he fucked a white girl with the first one being while he was sixteen and the second time was when he was on this mad city tour see that was interesting because on the mad city tour he was still with his girlfriend, probably now wife and mother of his children. 
crazy that he cheated on his girl with a white with a white girl just be, just because Kendrick Kenny had caught like that and when good city good good kid Mad City dropped yeah overall through and through this was a great fucking Kendrick album which I feel like it's like this album is going to age like wine like through more listens through more dissecting of um of lyrics and stuff it's only going to get better and like Kendrick makes music that is meant to be timeless especially like especially when he speaks up about social justice and stuff like that all right I didn't got my clip off. Uh, I'm sorry that this episode's late. Why is it late? Uh, procrastination. Uh, but you know, we we push through. We do that. We do our motherfucking thing. Uh, to remind you again, if you haven't already, give us a full five star rate and review because you know we fucking deserve it. Shout out to Anchor. Thank you for the sponsorships. And you know. Young Don, brother, take us out. It's been another great episode of the Entangled Thoughts Podcast. I'm your host, Poetic Justice, here as humbly as I can. And remember, guys, keep them thoughts out your bed and keep them in your mind. Good night, y'all. Whoa, hold it there. Let's take a quick break to pay some bills. This episode is proudly sponsored by the patrons on Patreon. Join our Patreon, guys, and get access to hours of unreleased bonus content. We have our $1 tier, a.k.a. the kingdom of our Patreon. And the reason why we do this, it gives you access to our main podcast shoutouts and bonus podcasts. Not only that, you also get access to our Discord server. And then we also have our $5 tier where you get all the above and plus access to ask us questions via our Discord. And last but certainly not least, we have our $10 tier, which gives you access to weekly vlogs and exclusive VIP access to any future events that we will be holding. So join our Patreon today, guys, and support us and the podcast.